Welcome to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardinalis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And May Day is coming up, all right? And it looks like there's going to be a lot of protests, a lot of walkouts, and a lot of strikes of essential workers. For those of you that aren't really familiar with the cultural significance of May Day, internationally, those of you that have lived abroad, have been in the military, or have done some kind of study abroad, uh, recognize May 1st as El Dia Internacional del Labrador, or International Day of the Laborer. It's a big, huge socialist slash communist holiday in which we venerate the proletariat and the working man. And it's also a common day when in which the workers demand their rights and strike. Here in America, it's not really that big. Uh, there was a period in the 20s and the 30s where it kind of was starting to pick up some steam, but it hasn't really big, been, been a big cultural phenomenon here. But it looks like it is going to be... In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, essential workers are demanding certain rights in certain places. Some of them seem good. Some of them seem, uh, we're actually not sure. We're going to dive right in. Actually, I'm not as sure. Cody's a lot more sure. We're going to analyze. Cody, tell us what's going on. All right. So just over to the side, I've been running through. These are photos. I think Vox put together a gallery of photos from the May Day protests around the world. And again, you're seeing it's, haven't seen any in Antarctica yet, but you know, most of the continents, I guess they're in Australia either, but. Practice around the world. Yeah. But yeah, well, you brought up what's interesting and what's kind of significant to me is this is something we've seen. I pulled up an article here. This is back from April 7th, so the beginning of this month in Bloomberg. But this has just been a general theme we have been seeing going on due to the due to the coronavirus lockdowns mainly. And just the fact that we've – larger about this, did we really have – I mean, I have to be honest. I don't think I looked into it. Did we really have a tag for what was dist- – was there an essential worker nine months ago in this country? Is my question. Obviously, people had jobs again, but was there something we had designated? There was, but as there wasn't the colloquial term "essential workers." Okay, it was understood the same. in okay. the context of being able to work during a pandemic or not. The term "essential worker" has really been an advent of the past six weeks. Well, and also I think what's different too is if we're talking about essential workers in the case of like a hurricane just came through and essential workers can, yeah. it's a little bit different because. It's one thing I talked about before because we, where we live, earth, we've had multiple earthquakes and fires that have damaged our communities. Yeah. But generally speaking, what people do in the community to get them out of the house and not sitting around is they'll come together outside to help people. It, yeah. It's weird being in a situation where that kind of can't be done. Anyway, what I thought was interesting is that we've been seeing, I mean, this goes back to March 28th. They have a little anecdote, anecdote here about a uh, Amazon worker. That's one of the big, well, Amazon's been hiring I don't want to say millions, but hundreds of thousands of people. We've also seen at the same time a lot of Amazon workers complain about the conditions as far as how they're being protected from being sick. Um, we had this one anecdote going back, I said, to March 28th of a guy organized a rally. Uh, Amazon said 15 people walked out. He said 50. Anyway, he was fired the next day. Uh, and this has been spreading to all kinds of different things. I thought it was interesting while we're on the topic. I figured, why not go to the source? So I grabbed an article here from uh, the Liberation Mag, which is the magazine of the People for the Party of Socialism and Liberation. But just don't want to highlight is that we've been seeing a lot of worker issues going on due to this for a while. Uh, one of my favorite little quotes they have right here is, um, we see the poultry industry, which uh, Tyson, I believe, is th- Tyson is warning they might have to close. It seems to be they're threatening they're going to start closing these warehouses down if they don't start getting the money and the assistance they need. So we see that. Uh, we see nurses with the war PPEs. That's been going on forever getting stuff. My favorite was the uh, fast food workers. We won't put our lives in the line for pizza, even though they're being asked to every yeah. single day. Um, but there's just been a general four months now thing going around of the idea of workers in the United States. And you mentioned, well, these May Day protests, generally speaking, are things we see elsewhere across. Also, a big part, too, is because May Day itself, I think, is like a European, like, 
pagan spring festival or something. Like, like there's a lot of significance to why it started in Europe. But my point being is a lot of reasons why it's not something that's ever taken root in America, right? Like, based on, like, traditional European stuff and socialism, it's not really big in America. However, this year, with all everything we've been seeing with as I pointed out, Amazon, Walmart, and other companies like this, we're actually seeing a lot of different workers from a lot of essential workers now. It just, it, it is crazy to me, and I, I do feel bad, and, and I'm trying to think a non-disrespectful way of saying this, right? But when you call, like, an Instagram worker, it's like, you're an essential worker. All that means is that, like, we don't have to give you any benefits or anything or no rights, nothing. Your job is just so essential. It's like, I, like... I'm fine buying groceries for someone else, but can Instagram provide me with, like, gloves and masks to do it? You know what I mean? Like, it's like they're asking for, in some cases, very simple things. In a lot of ways, the essential tag does seem to just be the, you can't file for unemployment and you have to work tag. Anyway, <laughs> we are now seeing, though, a lot of people coming together, organizing a protest for this Friday, which would be, I believe, the 1st of May. would be a... The, My birthday. And it, and it could be, a, I think it was, like, like the eight, the late 1800s, like, the, the end of the 19th century yeah. is when May Day protests were something we saw happening in America a little bit for the, the same kind of socialist workers' reasons. But um, now here's the thing. It being an, an American version of this, it's as being described by The Intercept, at least, that workers from America's largest companies will strike on Friday. Workers from Amazon, Instacart, Whole Foods, Walmart, Target, and FedEx are slated to walk out on work, citing what they say is their employer's record profits at the expense of workers' health and safety during the coronavirus pandemic. Amazon's got some explaining to do, I would say. I do believe, actually, I think where I heard this, look it up, I think it is true. Uh, Andrew Daniels talked about this podcast the other day. But uh, yeah, Amazon stock prices like, are like hitting levels they'd never hit before. You know, they're, they're reaching yeah. levels of anything possible before. And workers are feeling that their lives are being taken for granted. Kind of a tough situation. Yeah. It's one of the things, I feel like it's weird psychologically. If Amazon stock was like flatlining or taking a hit, even though, what does that mean to a, to a worker, right? It's like, you pay me. I still deserve rights. Yeah. Who cares what your stock is? It's yeah. just something psychological about looking at the Well, and also, it's not like profits. they're getting it. They're not getting a benefit out of the stock. Point, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And personally, I, w I would love to pay uh, a commission-based, percentage-based structure because I think that really uh, motivates people. And if if you are making a lot of money, sure, spread the love. I mean, I'm, I'm very much a – I love what the Chobani guy did. You know, giving ten percent of his company to the workers—that's my kind of style of, of of capitalism. Though it is indeed voluntary. Um, one little aside on May Day is, though it is celebrated mostly in the socialist uh, and the uh, communist countries of the world, it was actually born here. I don't know if you remember during the like Upton Sinclair meat market days and during the whole. Um, you know, like the 1860s, the 1870s, when books like The Jungle were coming out and so on and so forth. Uh, when, how about, you mean when America that's when it was had born. legitimate workers' rights issues, like, all yeah. over the place in our country? Like, 16-hour days and, like, death, like, kids were losing fingers in the looms and stuff. <laughs> how about, like, you didn't but, get paid money, you got paid in debt to your company? That, that was a great idea. I'm glad yeah. they came up with that one. <laughs> Which actually, ironically, was mirrored in Ready Player One. The players that had to pay off their debt to the company... In Ready Player One, that was actually kind of the scenario that a lot of the workers during the 1850s, 60s, and 70s were trapped in. So anyway, um, it was actually uh, in the late 1880s, I think it was. Let me see here. Um, yeah, at a rally um, in Chicago in 1884, about 300,000 workers striked on May 1st. The Federation of Organized Trades and Labor Unions, all right, the FOTLU. Uh, backed many Knights of Labor locals and actually started it here. So on May 1st, 1886, uh, a publisher declared working men to arms. So, uh, yeah, basically 
we're the clock's ticking. And, uh, you know what I I'm think saying? America does have a crazy. I think that's one thing that's interesting about schools. How not school American public schools. What I'm about to say is how they teach people. Well, you know, it's one of the few things I do remember about like the kind of early industrial revolution, like the late part of the century stuff is, yeah, I remember a lot about there was that fire in America where all the employees died because like, like they hammer us off India, man, but how bad yeah. our workers rights were. going to do. But I think also to the point is what we've gotten is there is now a reason why American products and everything cost more. It's like, well, it's because if you go places where workers don't have rights, yes, you can make things very cheap. Like we used to a hundred years ago, yeah. but now we have rights in most it's of these like, countries, so you can't do these things. You can't just well, make except for work China, like where they're literally putting nets up on the Foxconn buildings, so people trying to self self eliminate, you know, get caught in safety nets because it's such a problem. I, 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 got there. A, I got a question for you though. What's your yeah. favorite manufacturer of technology products? Oh, I would pay more. I would pay more, and I would prefer it to be manufactured you again would in pay, California. You would you'd absolutely. Pay, you'd pay a for a nineteen hundred dollar iPhone that was made in the United States. Uh. Yes, because two things would happen. It wouldn't be nineteen hundred dollars. It'd be fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, because yes, it'd be fifteen hundred dollars. Because don't forget, though you're not doing the labor overseas, you're also shortening the supply chain here. So it doesn't talk. It cost as much to get the natural materials over there. Also, I, I do have to say, Cody, um, can I read the manifesto of the original Mayday? You're gonna love this. And there's only about one, two, three, four, five bullet points. Okay. The first one, I, and if this doesn't inspire you or make you just like, I mean, Molotov cocktails, those are child's play compared to this, all right? So, working men to arms, May 1st, 1886, right? War to the palace, peace to the cottage, and death to luxurious idleness was the declaration. Uh, third bullet point, the wage system is the only cause of the world's misery. It is supported by the rich classes and to destroy it, they must be either made to work or die. So what's interesting is remember how I said I wouldn't pay a wage, I would pay a, a percentage. So everybody gets rich uh, together. How about this one, Cody? Tell me what you think of this man. One pound of dynamite is better than a bushel of ballots. Oh, that's hardcore. And then finally, make your demand for eight hours with weapons in your hands and meet the capitalistic bloodhounds, police, and militia in proper manner. Proper manner, Cody. So anyway. Um, well, here's the thing, too. It's interesting. It's one of the reasons why I'm actually glad you read that. It's another reason why I wanted to bring this up. Normally, yeah. it's the kind of things we wouldn't necessarily probably talk about in this. Yeah. But we have been covering another story that's been going on with this for a while. And uh, actually, I, I had one article brought up. One second. I'm going to pull another one up. Um. Where I would say the level of animosity we are seeing um, for and this, this is one I'm a huge Lakers fan. The fact that the Lakers applied for and received a $4 million small business yeah. loan that, by the way, we found out was literally like food out of the mouth of another actual small business. Yeah. They ran out of money and they had to give it back because it was such bad. We are seeing, I think, levels of animosity drumming up. I think we're highlighting workers saying this is ridiculous. These conditions are crap. I'm not going to work in this. But I definitely do think. For better or for worse, there's a level of rising hatred. Not, not hatred, but it's getting there. For like, what are these companies doing? Why yeah. are these massive chains? Like, the Los Angeles Lakers, I can't stress. The reason why they make me the most frustrated. They're a globally recognized, like, mega brand. Like, the, I think for a while, like, the Kobe Bryant jerseys, like, the most popular jersey sold in China. Like, yeah. they are one of the most globally recognized brands. Applying, not applying, competing 
with yeah. like a guy or a girl who owns like maybe like a plumbing store like, yeah. and then like another <laughs> hardware competing with them for loans and these pools of money and then of course like, I don't know I generally I've heard conflicting reports but I've heard the banks definitely want to shuttle the big loans higher up maybe yeah, of course maybe the middle will not the super high but still obviously yeah. your regular person isn't getting it and it's it kind of is brewing to this almost pr- now I don't know if May 1st will be it but it could be the Kickstarter for and I have to be honest, I as much as I dislike companies and everything, I, I was just talking about my own little personal beast of companies before this. It is weird, though. Could we see another, like, like a buttoning workers' rights movement? Just just the fact that there is some legitimate, it isn't as bad as it used to be, but there are some companies that it's like, dude, you guys could afford some cheap masks that with the yeah. company. Like, just pretend you're doing something that helps people so much. <laughs> where it's like, look, we can't get Cody. you the real masks. But I'm just saying, if I was working somewhere and my employers were like, here's some masks, and like, we're up front, like, these aren't like the actual N95s. We can't get all of them, but we are trying to help keep you guys safe as possible. X, Y, and Z. Just yeah. doing something goes a long way. The fact that Amazon stock is soaring and they are, and there's another thing too I wanted to highlight too from one of these articles. Um, Again, going back to the, in- the Intercept article we had pulled up a minute ago. And the reason why, kind of my point, like I'm saying, it does feel like there is this... I mean, the Amazon workers are basically claiming that they are hiding the numbers sick. We we have the yeah. best numbers we have right here uh, from Jana Jump, who's an Indiana Amazon employee, who along with their small team of fellow Amazon workers has over the last month tallied COVID-19 cases in Amazon warehouses in the U.S. According to the Jump, there has been at least 500 cases in at least 125 Amazon facilities. How many people work in these facilities? How many people are actually sick? I don't know. I don't know if that's a little or a lot. Uh, point being, though, is just there is workers that legitimately feel like, and it's interesting, it's kind of one of those things we've tried so hard to remove move this kind of work but there are workers in america who feel like their life is being risked needlessly by their employers and that i think going back to you know the, the strikes like in previous what we were talking earlier in america that kind of seemed to be that generally is the tipping point it's insane what people will put up with but it's like okay my life and then with coronavirus people are afraid their family's life is now at risk yeah, they're working th- th- at howie's big... pizza and like this is insane to me why is this the way it is and that i think is what could lead to a very interesting, maybe Bernie. Bernie shouldn't have suspended, right? Like, holy cow, man! His, his workers' revolution might be coming, and sooner than later, just because of the fact that like their employers actually coming. We might see protests we haven't seen in a hundred years in America on Friday. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, and this is something that I really like. I'm a complete and total capitalist, but I, I can't stand these corporations. Like, I don't defend capitalism every day, so that these companies can behave the way they behave. Now, look, there's plenty of workers that are POS people that are lazy pieces of crap that are just looking for freebies. And uh, I wish you could, you you can't fire them fast enough. All right. But the vast majority that generally want to work and have a good life are, are great people that are human beings too, that should be treated better. And by treated better, I don't mean that the company takes care of you because you're not a baby, but that they should be given a blue sky ahead of them, a chance for progress and good pay for good work. Okay, and um, like Andrew Yang said, I loved how he said there's basically two ways to keep people in your company, you know, you either speak really nicely to them and then they only quit within two years or else you pay them really well and speak nicely to them. You know what I'm saying? And generally, they'll be very loyal, productive employees. And I really think the average person wants to work wants to be a productive employee, wants to be part of of, of an organization where they, they feel like their labor is helping do something positive, okay? Even if it's just bringing home the bacon for the family, okay? 
And and that's really what I strive for. I defend capitalism so that these business owners can be benevolent and treat their employees well beyond whatever just some minimum wage required by society, which ultimately does actually hurt people. But um, really, I, I, I think I, I think a lot of these companies, the complaints have been pretty prolonged for a long period of time. And it doesn't surprise me that this happened. And because the companies were paying themselves $100 million bonuses, you know what I'm saying, during the bailouts, doing stock buybacks, which only enrich the people that already hold stock. You know, like these companies have been misbehaving. I, I wish I could defend them more than I can. But now here's, you know what I'm saying? here's the flip side of that, right? Yeah. There's a couple of things. Now, one I want to put on screen, uh, just again to the point of, this guy was complaining, an Amazon worker in Detroit, he was complaining that there was no enforced social distancing, no gloves, no mask, and no hand sanitizer provided. Again, it's the kind of things that really is almost just a gesture at that point. Just guys, stand far apart. We'll have a yeah. hand sanitizer, like little bottles. Of, Amazon warehouses don't have little bottles of hand sanitizer or masks. In them. I'm sure they're not flying off the shelves, right? It's just kind of crazy. That's the stuff people are fighting for. But here's the flip side of it. Because, I mean, I, I've been going through this article. I guess I'll just kind of scroll through it a little bit. And I'm not going to touch on all of these, but I mean, like, there has been, uh, where was it? We had a, last month, Amazon workers in New York and 10,000 Instacart workers across the country staged a walkout. Whole Foods, Whole Foods had a national stick out on March 31st, upwards of 800 employees. I mean, been going on for a while. He's inverse, though. There's a lot of people, I'm sure, that are probably listening right now and feel this way, who are saying, like, is now really the time? What if I need to go buy groceries on May 1st? I can't. Because people aren't going to work there, yeah. right? And here's the other thing too. Uh, there's a lot of people that, as you can see out there, someone said, "Look, if I don't get if I don't get a check, I can't make my car payment next week." Like, there's a lot of people that always are with any kind of strike in any business that are like, "I can't afford to not be here." Now, the thing yeah. is, a lot of people are striking can't either. It's why they're striking. It's a crazy situation. But I wonder about the outsider level, like people on the outside looking in, or just like. You don't read the news every day, and on Friday, you're, you know what's Friday? I'm obviously not going anywhere, so let's let's get some stuff to hang out this weekend, get some food and drinks. And you go to the grocery store, and there's, and oh, it's closed. Sorry, everyone called sick. Yeah. Or you ordered something on Amazon, your expert didn't show up. Sorry, everyone called in sick. There's a lot of people I think that will say, "Well, this is ridiculous." And now in this pandemic and this crisis, now here's the thing: it's always the question of do they turn their ire towards how dare Amazon treat their employees this way so they walk out? Or how dare these employees walk out so I don't get my things? Yeah. That's the one thing I think that that's a we'll find out later, right? Because yeah. it, it always is kind of case by case, and but it's fascinating to see develop. Well, and ultimately, this is why the social fabric that has been ripping over the past 10 to 20 years uh, is so detrimental to our society because a social fabric helps you get a better job. And if you don't like your job, instead of having to organize riots, which is basically what's going on, you talk to people within your social fabric and you get better employment. And the companies that don't treat their employees well all of a sudden find it difficult to get employees and are forced to change because word gets out that you suck. You know what I'm saying? And that's why social fabric is so important because it protects the people. And, and that's why all of these institutions and these corporations that want to divide us want to make us think that we're much more different than we really are, want us to hate each other for X, Y, or Z reason. Um, unfortunately have been so successful and destructive because they have indeed torn that social fabric. So anyway, um, do you think, Cody, that, let me see, how do I phrase this question? L let me rephrase it. I have heard the whisperings of May Day protests before, but we've also never had as sensationalist a media or a May Day that happened during a pandemic before. 
So do you actually think these May Day protests will put a dent in the supply chain of people getting their stuff that will make them think as you thought they may think? I don't know. That's what I think, too. I think I want to wrap up at the end. I don't actually know how big this will be either. It's just... There's been, I mean, like I said, 10,000 Instacart people walked out a few weeks ago. That we, We've seen, you know, larger scale growing protests from workers, protesting workers' safety rights, essentially. A lot of people asking for more paid leave and stuff like that. Um, brewing. I definitely think at the very least, it, if it's going to keep growing, this sentiment from workers from these mainly, they mentioned too, I think it's interesting too. You'll notice what's kind of funny too. It's like when you talk about an international protest that can include a lot of people, yeah, we're, we're talking about Amazon, Walmart, um, Instacart, you know, like a yeah. few companies realistically are actually employing. I mean, Amazon's hired 200, 300,000 people or something in the last few months in response to this. There's, th- I mean, there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, I just wonder how big it'll be. But I do think it definitely, if the sentiment's going to, and it doesn't look like any of these companies doing anything to stop this, I think it'll just be a kind of a big, it could be a flashpoint or just a jumping off point for the continuing of this sentiment growing because it is weird. There is this really weird divide. There's a lot of people who are basically just working from their laptops in their office and they probably will be continuing to do this for the next couple of years. Like a lot of offices might say it's cheaper for us to run this way. Let's do it. Right. And then there's people that have to risk getting sick all day, every day. And there definitely seems to be a big disconnect in what this quarantine or lockdown means. Right. Because think about it. There's the person who doesn't leave their house because five people leave their, leaving their house and, interacting for them all day it is a really weird when everybody is going out and going around i feel like it 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 feels less less like these uber these instacarts and stuff are like a surf class we've built yeah but when everyone's forced to lock inside there is this just bad optic to it or it's like oh sorry it's like you're the sacrificial lamb yeah it's like my publishing company we work on zoom now and so yeah i gotta here you go out amongst the sick you go wander through the zombies to go get the cans of food yes you know what i'm saying and bring them back to the leader with no protection from your company no real pay raise but hey i I feel good because my avocado toast is supporting i guess that's two on the nose but i feel good because my hamburger is supporting a local business it's like there is people who are experiencing it that way but to them, it's like, there's the guy making the hamburgers, like, well, hope I don't get my family sick. You know, there's the guy delivering it, it's like, well, hope I don't get my family sick when I get home, but I don't get sick. And it's really weird. I would just have this, like I said, it's really kind of, unfortunately, visually drawing that line between the kind of the gig economy, so to speak. I think we're, we're learning more and more the gig economy seems to be code word for surf economy or, you know, like, it's like, it really is. 2020, welcome to surfdom. Exactly. It's such a bad visual, the more I think about it, where you have people who don't even have, like, think about it. The thing is crazy. Amazon, a little bit like these are all yes gig jobs. Like I, people my age and younger, the notion that like I could work for a company. Like I, I remember like yeah, like wa- careers are unheard yeah, of for millennials, dude. Stuff, yeah, about them, like working for Sears and stuff. Like oh, Sears is a great job. You can work for Sears and it's like what? Like in like the fifties and sixties, I guess. But nowadays, like yeah, no, nothing works like that. So I don't know. A little bit lo- well, a little not bit even jobs that were considered career. Yeah. Both of both my mother. And my sister are public educators. My sister graduated with a freaking master's in speech and language pathology. Widely sought after, right? And my mother, she also had her master's. But you look at the pension plans of my mother and her contemporaries that started in the 80s. Oh my gosh. You're living large the rest of your life. And then your husband takes it over if you die. And then like the the, the amount of wealth transferred... To a basic school teacher in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s 
is more than double, if not almost triple, the benefits that my mother gets compared to my sister who had to dump six figures into her uh, college degree and master's degree. So, so not only did my mother not graduate with student loan debt, but she was paid more if you actually adjust for inflation and given much better benefits than, uh, than, than millennials now getting the exact same job in the exact same city with the exact same school districts. So again, you know, it's, my, it's brutal. Just because I want to wrap up here. To my point, do you, again, I, normally kind of stuff- They're the you, new Russian surf. Yeah, normally me and you wouldn't talk about May Day protests in America. It's just not normally our kind of stuff we talk about, but- yeah. Holy cow, the way things are developing day by day here, again, I don't think it'll be nationwide riots, but I think it could be the kind of thing that could draw more attention because there is this growing sentiment, this growing divide of why do I have to wake up every morning and go and basically risk getting sick? Because a lot of these people are doing the same job they were doing four months ago. They're not that mad they're doing the job. It's just why do why did why did everyone around me's life drastically change? The only thing that changed for me is I'm risking getting sick. And yeah. that's it. I don't, my benefits didn't increase. I don't get paid more. Yeah. But everyone's inside. I guess I have to make more deliveries. It's like it's, combat pay with a, with a soldier. You know what I'm saying? Sort of. Again, you're going yeah. out and you're locking and loading. You're getting combat yeah. pay. But just, <laughs> yeah. just the idea. I think that that sentiment's growing and it could be interesting to see how... Uh, <laughs> Friday being, I believe, the big day of international workers' protests. Yeah. And the fact that for the first time in a little while, there's been protests on May 1st every year, of course. The big day of protests in America. People protesting all the time in America. But the larger thing is, this is, as far as, let me know if I get my research wrong. But as far as I'm looking, maybe Occupy Wall Street. First time in a while, we are seeing perhaps large-scale, organized, nationwide like labor-based protests on May 1st yeah. by labor groups. I don't think we've seen it on this scale because there hasn't been this situation in a while. Really crazy stuff. Yeah. So anyway, let us know if you guys plan on participating in any of these events. You know what I'm saying? We'd like or to talk to you. if you're working for some of these companies getting screwed by getting no benefits. Yeah. Or if you're working for these, let us know what the real situation is because also everybody reports on this differently. We'd like to hear from the primary source. Uh, if you can, support the channel by joining. Follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. Send us an email at problemsolverpolitics.com. And if you want to contribute, there's also a PayPal link on our website. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.